The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Saints just beat Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, and they're having the wildest, craziest Saints season ever. They lost Jameis, but they are headed to the playoffs, and it is going to be an amazing ride. And the way to make it more fun is to become a Saints Happy Hour patron. We have the best Saints community on the internet. We're having the most fun. We have a private Discord where you can talk Saints 24-7. You don't have to worry about the crap of social media, Twitter, Facebook, none of it. We are a great Saints community. Support us. Become a patron. You get full access to what we do Every single day. It's the best $10 you're going to spend all football season. There's two months left. The Saints are doing amazing things. Join the party with us. We need your support. And you'll have a more fun Saints season. So go to SaintsHappyHour.com and sign up today. It's amazing. You should do it. Symbol is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. There are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Go to Symbol.com, use the promo code SD today. Ralph Marlboro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Green Room, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Green Room on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll see you there. The craziest Saints regular season win ever. The Saints November tradition, Dave, of humiliating Tom Brady continues. Build PJ Williams a statue. James is out for the year. What happens at quarterback? Thomas hit the intro. Hey, Ralph. Ralphie. Andrew and Dave. All right, I got uh, a little intel. Your Saints Happy Hour podcast? Yeah, yeah. It's a joke, all right? And I'll tell you why. You, Ralph, you mispronounce everything, okay? I listen, I go, what the? Does he not know the English language? All right, Ralph. I try to get an English class in there every now and then, okay, pal? Andrew! Think you're smart, huh? Think you're smart? You're in big trouble, pal. You piece of shit like you for breakfast. And then, of course, there's Dave. Dave, a little obnoxious. <laughs> a little bit of chip on your shoulder, huh? You gotta get, cut people down all the time. Is that what you gotta do? But uh, know that life is good. Appreciate it. Do what you do. Keep on keeping on. Shoot out. <laughs> all right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We are live on the Twitch. If you aren't, follow us on Twitch. And remember to subscribe to Saints Happy Hour wherever you get your podcast. 
Also, become an annual patron at patreon.com slash saintshappyhour to get the best Saints podcast every day. Sign up, get a month for free if you become annual. Do it. All yeah. right, Andrew, we had new subscribers last show. Nola Bass728, Nikolai, awesome. and Thank Mike Bagger. Thanks for making this crazy season more fun. I mean, people are signing it's up. Nikolai left, right? the beer maker, right? That's yes. right. And, and also remember the neurologist. Nola Bass. Nola Bass. He Nola plays bass. bass guitar. So if you remember, guys, if you subbed Amazon Prime last month, you can sub again this month because it's November. You basically get one totally free sub each month. All you have to do is click the subscribe button below the stream and choose the option subscribe with subscribe with Prime. Show us some love because it doesn't cost you anything and it helps us a lot. Also, remember to do Twitch clips, funny moments. We have clips on the Discord channel. We'll use the best clips. There's a clip icon to the left of the full screen icon when you hover over the live stream window. Editor opens. You can adjust the duration of the clip and give it an appropriate name. Remember, you can do it during the show. If it's awesome, Thomas might use it tonight. So that was a lot. It was. It's a lot. Dave, you were at the game. No, no, I was not. What? I was not at the game. <laughs> he was trick treating with his kids. In fact, he in, sold his uh, ticket. You know what, Ralph? We, we didn't even discuss this. I didn't text you guys this. I, I, I wasn't going to mention it pre-show. Uh, but um, yes, this was the first Saints home game that I really willingly did not go to, um, probably since about 2004. So about you, uh, you deserve uh, about seventeen. You, you sold years. your ticket for two hundred and fifty bucks a piece. We did talk about this. The dude that sits like oh yeah, that's true. Up yeah, right. Yeah. But we didn't yeah. talk about the fact. But I never really mentioned, uh, and I didn't mention last week either. That really, this is other than other than a few of the COVID games uh, that I missed because I didn't get, I didn't win the lottery or whatever. Um, this was really the first game and ser- seriously since 2004 in like 17 years that I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm just not going to go. Uh, and it was because of Halloween. And the reason Sam I mentioned, Bell. the reason I mentioned this now, in addition to Ralph bringing it up is Sean Payton post game presser. Yeah. Said he, he was pissed off. He was not happy with the fans. Yeah. So what I have to say is you guys are on the hot seat. Okay. I missed one game. I missed right. one game, and you've got Peyton calling you out. He did. He, call, so, he flat out and, called and, the fans out. I not to be a naysayer of Dave, which is my specialty, but uh, uh, he did say that the Giants game, he threw that one in as well. He was like, "Yeah, right, frankly, it's two, two times in a row now because the Giants game sucked too. And I know you yeah. were at that one. So. The Giants fair game enough, did kind of suck. Enough. I'm not going to lie. For many reasons. But the, fan, the fans weren't into it because they weren't winning. But this game, That's I know true. nobody went. Point. It was, I think, Dave, the cra- I said it on WWL in my column and this morning with Leslie Spoon. The, this was the craziest Saints regular season win they've ever had. I know, and now I'm pissed that I wasn't there, by the way. Don't rub it Ralph in. Ralph is such a prisoner of the moment, man. Whatever. I feel like any, anytime we have a game, wild. it's it like, wild. yeah. I it mean, was, yeah, it was a circus. It was a circus. Andrew, <laughs> tell the people what you told me on the phone today about your scenario that if you'd have said it in the summer, we'd have oh, all been yeah. looking well, for I'm sharp just objects. Like, when you think about how that game played out, right? And then you think back to training camp, like where our head was at, and we were talking about the roster and all these guys, right? And, and then I have a conversation with you, and I let's say, Dave, I'm talking to you, and I say, Dave, think about this scenario. We're in training camp. 
we're going to play Tom Brady on Halloween. We're going to be trusting Trevor Simeon to throw passes <laughs> to Alex Arma, Eric Griffin, Kevin White. We're going to be trusting Brian Johnson to kick field goals. And we're going to beat Tampa. We're going to beat Tom Brady. First place in the NFC South. Does that do anything for you? Thank you, Cajun Sands, for subscribing. Love you. Like, ser- seriously, if I rattled I, off all those names, yeah, no, I Trevor Simeon throwing to those players, you'd be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum! And how you get the most out of select can't miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. (laughs) I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Be like, what kind of sick joke is this? If you're, if you, wait, are you telling me that they're going to be winning with all this? Or you're just telling me this is, <laughs> yes. or you're saying I, this I, is what's I, happening? Because if you're well, only telling well, me this is what's happening, I'm like, oh my God, we are 0 and 7. Yeah. Are you no, kidding me? That's what I said. I was like, if you told me that without the outcome of the game, yeah, I would have no. said, oh th- are they going to lose 100 to nothing? Are they going to be the first NFL team to do that? Oh I mean, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That would be, that would be brutal. But no, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, this is, again, we, we talked about it last week. The season, the season may be up there for me. Like it really, it might be, it might be, you know, obviously you can't top uh, 2009. You can't top a Super Bowl. But uh, other than that, I, you know, I don't know. This, this is, this, you know, forget the Gatorade and Popeyes. Like that, 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 that's Bush League stuff uh, (laughs) compared to all the stuff that's going. I mean, we got, we got Crutch Jameis in Club Dub. I mean, like, come on. Like that, that's way better than Teddy Bridgewater doing the uh do dancing bike uh, life. Yeah, bike, bike life do, doing this dance. Uh, but here's the we thing. Got some, we got some comments in uh Twitch. So I want to read these real quick. Uh Tiger Saint says it was the Saints classic. Cajun Sands wants to know who the F uh this semen guy is. Uh <laughs> C- CK he says the next three games that's are winnable. The worst look. Joke I've ever heard. He 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 says the Falcons, plus they don't have Ridley. You got the Titans, they don't have Henry. And then you have the Eagles. Uh, so he's like, the next three are winnable. Look, right now, CK, no game is a given. 
Well, given what, what the Saints are up against, like it's week to week, and if we can, I feel like every game that the Saints they pull might off be eight and two, they like might a, be five and five. Well, that's why, right. yeah, that's why this season but, is so much fun. But every, here's every, the, every week might be the greatest ridiculous. game you've ever seen. Here's the every thing. every game might be crazier than the last game you just saw, and that game was the craziest Saints game you ever <laughs> saw. Or it might be the worst game, and you might want to go kill yourself. I mean, and Chef, your Chef Collins is correct. Saints Giants 2015 is definitely up there. That that game was bananas. What was what yeah, did but, I say? What was the market? Kingdom quote. What did he say? He, he was quoting about number fourteen, but I thought it was very apt for the entire season. Uh, he what said did he it was going to be fire or something. <laughs> he but said it's, uh, it's ugly. It's ugly, but we're going to make it fire. I mean, that's it. That's the season. That is the Saints season. The Saints. This ugly, is the ugliest. This is the yeah. ugliest <laughs> Saints season you've ever seen in your life. We had Jameis Winston. He's not injured. Yeah, we've got Trevor Simeon out there throwing, oh like you said, throwing passes to Alex Arma and beating Tom Brady. Uh, we have Kevin White catching passes. I can't believe. My my boy, little Jordan, hasn't gotten in on this action. He's dead to me at this point. If you can't get in Stop on this it. shenanigans, get to uh, you, 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 I don't know if you're ever going to get in. But yeah, yeah I mean, what this happened is, to little Jordan Humphrey, Dave? This is this is the craziest season with the most shenanigans, and uh, it's what ugly. happened to little Jordan, Dave? I, I don't know. Well, oh, he had the wrong. Yeah, he's got coronavirus. He got, he got the wrong. I must play the violin. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's vaxxed, though. I think. Uh, I don't, you know. Speaking of the violin, the Saints. Own Tom Brady, I and it. I want one of our, one of our Discord people. Y'all need to go on Wikipedia and on Wik- Tom Brady's Wikipedia page. Put owned by the New Orleans Saints defense. Andrew, they've played him three times since he's been in Tampa. They've dominated him three times. Yeah, he won the playoff game, but he's got seven picks against the Saints. They they picked him off twice, forced a fumble, sacked him three times. I mean, it's. It's amazing. Before I get to Cam Jordan, if if I said to you, Andrew, explain to me why the Saints can do this to Tom Brady the last two years, but no one else can. Give it to me in like 10 seconds or less. Dude, I, you know what's crazy is he's thrown 14 picks, I think, since, right. since he Half joined Tampa, the and the Saints, the Saints have eight of them or something, or seven of them, yeah. It's insane. Um, you know, I, I think the Saints – defensively there's not a lot of holes and I think the one time he had success was when Quan Alexander was hurt and he was going after Anzalone in coverage you know backup linebacker who couldn't cover look at Chauncey Garner John but other than that um you know I think the Saints have a lot of playmakers on the back end and uh I think this is a division rivalry the Saints you know they I think at this point like the Saints are always fired up to play Tampa so they, they always give Tampa their best Dave, no. Dave, the, the I only knew... other thing I would add, the, wait, before you go on, Ralph, the only thing I would add is, um, you know, this has become, a, like Andrew said, this has become a little bit of a rivalry, especially with our secondary against their receivers. And you know, there's going to be, it's going to be chippy. There's going to be words. There's going to be fighting. Um, and obviously yesterday was no different, but I think that, um, I, I think part of the reason is, is, the Saints just, they win that matchup. They win that they win. secondary, they our secondary versus their receivers. Like, we are just, we are just, we, we're more talented than they are. And we, it seems like we win that matchup usually when we play these games. And um, that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's I, I will that's say this difference. though. I mean, the Saints, it, it took a pick six inside of two minutes to, to kill that game. Right. And yeah. the Saints were like plus nine in penalties and plus three in turnovers. Uh, and despite that, I mean, let's be honest. The Bucks gave that game away. They set themselves. They hey, gave just because the Bucks set yeah. themselves on fire, them that's not our problem. Game. 
Right. Not- oh no! Look, I'm I'm thrilled. Look, we won a game with Trevor Simeon. I mean, that's right. <laughs> what's not to like here? But like, here's the thing: I want Dave, your boyfriend being back. Yes. I knew I missed him and Kamara doing the post game fun after yeah. the Saints would win. He but looked- I didn't realize how much I missed it until this week when Kamara and ball Ingram more. joined Cam Jordan in a three way press conference, and Cam Jordan explained Was- how the Saints defense is awesome. And what they plan to do the rest of the year. Was Ingram wearing Man, the same the, thing it uh, was last week? We have to go out there. We have to uh, we have to take over um, for us to go out and get an interception. From, uh, and which should have been, you know, it is. a quick Squid round. would have been out the game. It is. PJ goes ahead and scores. We go back out, gives us another chance. You got to relish these moments. You got to love that our confidence is building on defense each and every game. Um, to go against one of the one of the greatest um, to to ever you know be in a quarterback position and be able to finish a game like that, we love it. Um, and it's only going to bode well further down the line. You talk about Tano, Tano K pass going. You talk about, you know, Quan Alexander coming up big. Um, if they didn't get those sacks, it would have been mine. But, you know, <laughs> the fact that our defense is riding like that, it, 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 I love it. Um, I love being a part of it. I know everybody's on full cylinders. And whether, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a bloody battle like it was today or, you know, we beat, we beat somebody by 30 points, it doesn't matter. Our defense mentality is the same. Go out there, get the dub. He, did he say four cylinders or full? Full cylinder. Full. Full They're going to go out there on full cylinders. I'm not sure what that means, but I don't know what that means. I'm not sure I understand. I mean, I I get what he's saying, but that's a that's a Cam Newton mash your cliches together. Uh, Yeah, I like the Squid Games mask. That was cool. That's good. Neither of them talk though. It was yeah. No, that was Jordan. Let others speak. Yeah, that was really. He went. He went full Dave Cariello there. Well, that wasn't the quintessential uh, boom and zoom. Right. Why uh, is that quality so terrible? It does not sound like that on my phone. I mean, they were Here, fully closed. They had hoods on, masks. Here, here's that. the thing. The other defensive player that we have to hear from is P.J. Williams. And, Andrew, while you're listening to his soundbite talk about the interception, I want you to think about where do we rank P.J. Williams among the all-time Saints great <laughs> corners because Saints cornerback history sucks. I want you to think about that. But P.J. Williams, he explained – uh, his pick six, which was glorious. It was a play, man. I, I for sure was looking for like coming into this game. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick this off, man. I was a free player, just like a robber, just reading the quarterback. Uh, we've been looking for those end cuts all day, and I feel like they kind of switched up the game plan because they didn't run them as much on third down. So it was a play I was looking for, man. I was reading the quarterback, and he took me to the ball. I just couldn't believe he threw it, so I broke on it. Got the ball. I stayed in the sideline. I, I took it to the end zone. My coach was a little mad that uh, I ain't get down and, and for Miller time. But hey, uh, we won the game, and it was great. I'm glad he didn't get down. No, I gotta say, you know, like sometimes you gotta make the bad football play just because it's more awesome. You know, I, I just I, fo- I, I felt like it was insult to injury. I don't Three hate. Left I don't make hate. a right, Andrew, and I mean, that was like, right. I don't hate the play. Like, yeah, okay, he could have just gone down. Saints could have clacked it up. But, like, okay, so we scored seven points and we give them the ball back and it's a nine-point game. Like, either way, yeah. either way, the Saints are winning the game. It doesn't matter. Well, well and also, I want to point out, we, we got two more sacks, two more hits on Tom Brady because he scored. If, if he doesn't <laughs> return that for a touchdown, we're kneeling and we don't get, you know, Quan Alexander doesn't get a sack. Uh, Passanio doesn't get a sack. So, like, we got a couple free shots on Tom Brady, so it was. So really, he wasn't kick. being selfish. He was being 
giving to his teammates. Yes, that's right. And the Superdome. Yes. But is he is he is he an all time Saints top ten corner? I think he might. Well, Ralph, I don't know if he's the top ten corner, but I will say he's the first player in Saints history to have two fat heads on your wall. He played so well that I can see you put two of them right there. He got the double. He got the double fat head. The double half fat head cost extra, and of course, the supply chain in America is destroyed. So it was it was like extra six dollars to get that done and get it overnight. <laughs> but that's why. That's why. See, people, you support the show, and we can do extravagant things like get a PJ Williams fat head for the live stream. We made I mean, it really, we should just we should just have them give you the printer and all the technology they use to make them. You could just print them out at home. No, no, just no. maybe you can it start, out. A, start a new business. <laughs> you should get into printing business. <laughs> no, you I don't. Nikolai, I, Nikolai wants to know where he ranks in that. relation to Browner. Uh, much, much higher. Much higher. Yeah, I can't remember a single good thing Brandon Browner did as. A- PJ Williams has done a lot of fun things. PJ Williams, had- like, is low key. He's he has like an awesome play every week this season. It feels like doesn't he I lead the team in in uh, interceptions? He might. Yeah, I don't understand why teams don't want him. Like the Saints get him back on like bargain contracts, and I'm not saying PJ Williams. I mean, he's. A, I think he's an all time Saints great corner. But the Saints cornerback might be their worst historically historical position if you rank the top ten best. Um, but I don't know, like I see teams all the time. I'm like, you couldn't start PJ Williams at court. Like he wouldn't be good PJ, for you. PJ Williams leads the saints with three picks. <laughs> 2021 is so amazing. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Dave, speaking of amazing, your boyfriend returned. He gave the saints crowd that crowd before it, they were rocking. They introed him as a starter. Like, he mm-hmm. is the best hype man the Saints could have in 2021. I mean, look, I mean, look at the, you know, look, I like him in 14. He still looks like he's got a little something left. He does have something left. I don't know why any, I don't know why anybody thinks he doesn't. Um, and, you know, you this guys. This little catch right here. Look at that. Whoop, I mean, whoop. what a play. Whoop. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I was texting with you guys. I picked him up yep. in my fantasy league because I need running back help desperately. And I was on the fence about starting him. I didn't start him. And, you know, my heart, obviously my heart was telling me to start him because I knew that uh, uh, that I, that he was poised to potentially have a big game, even though it was his first week back and he's only been with the team for four days. I mean, he knows the system already. He knows the pass protection. He knows the mm-hmm. routes. Uh, he's been playing foot like. Peyton said prior to the game, he's been playing. He's in football shape already. There's no reason why he can't just come in here immediately and start contributing. To be honest with you, I mean, I thought from a fantasy standpoint, which is what I was talking about with you guys, he only had like 9.9 points, but that was more than whatever Samaj Perrine had, who I wound up starting in his place. (laughs) I know, stupid me, I get it. But, uh, but, um, But I would, I I would expect, I would expect his is his production to increase. He's getting that record this week. We'll get to that. Yes, we'll get to yeah, that. He'll get that record this week. But I expect his production to increase. I expect them to use him, use him more. I'm surprised actually. I thought they would have used him more uh, yesterday. I really thought, I thought they they would have given him that uh, the carry on the fourth uh, down. 
Uh, yeah. They didn't give him that one. And then I thought they would have used the goal him line in, carry. Yeah. And on the goal, yeah, on the goal line. Uh, yeah. So I was surprised. I thought that was, that was prime for, you're going to, like you said, Ralph, you're going to, you're going to bring him out. You're going to introduce him with the players. You're going to have him lead the Houdat chant. Give him the freaking ball on fourth and goal then, man. Come on. <laughs> what if I told you that, uh, this is Chef Collins. What, what if I told you that, uh, Passigno would lead the team with four sacks, and PJ Williams would lead the team with three picks. Ralph, yeah. if I told you, and that, and you told me Mark Ingram would play Back. for the twenty yeah. twenty one Saints before Michael Thomas. Oof. Well, I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if I like that one. But <laughs> uh, Dave, you, uh, I, I don't know if you were listening to the broadcast, but there is something that I need to mention, and this is that. Uh, I think it was Aaron Andrews was talking about this when they went to the sideline report. And she said she went on Tom Brady's podcast or maybe he went on hers, whatever, but they talked. And during this podcast, Aaron Andrews said that Tom Brady mentioned that there's one thing in his entire career that he's never done, not even once. That's throw a Hail Mary. He mentioned to Aaron <laughs> Andrews, he's like, I've never done it my whole career. Like not even at halftime, not even at the end of a game. And he's like, I see Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers chucking these balls on TV, and he's just like, I want to throw a Hail Mary just once. So <laughs> just, I, just I, once. I, th- I thought that was comical because you say it happens all the time, and literally Tom Brady has never done it even once. I'm talking about attempted. I'm talking about attempted. I get it. Yeah. Well, he's, one, he's that's, one, that's, one that's probably because he's never had to. He's you know His team's always winning at the end of the game. Uh, so, uh, I would say that's more of a, a statement on freaking Brady and how good he is and how good he's always been throughout his career. Uh, he was, slight, was 15 slight, seconds ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, but slightly, uh, I would say that's slightly unusual because I would have to think most quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks. Well, yeah, Hail Mary's happen every game. So that's shocking. <laughs> um, were yeah, there any Hail Mary's this week? I didn't see any. Were there you any know, Hail Mary's this week? Hail Mary, Hail Mary, Hail Mary's. There are none. Uh, you know, we mentioned about P.J. Williams potentially being a top 10 corner. You mentioned that. I mentioned that. Uh, but I 100% believe, Andrew, Saints legend Trevor Simeon, he's a top 10 Saints quarterback already. <laughs> I mean, that is the Trevor Simeon game. It will forever be known as that. It's not the um, P.J. Williams game? Oh, man, we got dueling, uh, dueling games. Uh, I think I no, think it's, it's a Trevor, Trevor Simeon, Simeon game. Yeah, it's Simeon's game because he, well, I mean, he like he loves that little sidearm thing. He might not play again. Sidearm Simeon should, should he be <laughs> called Mahomes? I'm sure we're gonna we, talk about it, but uh, Dollar Store Mahomes. I don't know. I think Taysom gets to start next week. So I agree. You, you want to talk about it now, or, you, or we, do we need we'll, to wait? We'll talk about it in a minute. It's the, it, yeah. we got we, we, we to stick with the rundown. I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. I, I got to say, this is one of the most conflicting Saints wins I've ever experienced. Look at you Kev, lose your starting Kevin quarterback, White. and he's done for the year. That is tremendous. And this is one of the most exciting wins we've had. Everybody's wow. pumped up because they're all surprised he caught that. <laughs> he caught them. They're like, holy shit, he caught this him. Is like, this is amazing. He's not even like wide open. Like, that's a contested catch. Yeah, no, it's a good, it was a good throw. The whole sidelines and even Kevin White, they were acting like he had just scored a touchdown inside two minutes to change the lead. And it felt, it felt, that felt like a lead change touchdown inside two minutes, and it was just a catch in the third quarter. <laughs> I think even but, Kevin White was surprised. You know, before we get to the before we get to uh, 
the the quarterback discussion. I th- we we got to talk about Peyton's clock management because people on Twitter were arguing, they were screaming at me, and I think Dave yeah, Peyton right. here Thomas play the soundbite of Sean Peyton explaining his right. thought process on what he did at the end of the game. This was interesting to yeah. try to score a touchdown and not burn clock. I, I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, I know what you're thinking, but here's the thing. They got time. They got an eternity. I'm thinking score. So I still haven't met the person that's got the form. I, I hear all the time, you can't leave Brady time on the clock. And so there's two methods. We could eat up time and kick a field goal, and he's got plenty of time to get his team back in field goal range. The perfect scenario is you eat up clock and you score. Well, that's easier said than done. You, you know, in other words, run, run, score on third down. And so I'm thinking of scoring on any down because when you look at the time and you, you do the studies, him having to come back to kick a field goal is much easier than him having to come back and score. And obviously, obviously, I don't want to throw an incomplete pass. I, I don't. And yet everything about today's approach was going to be like super, super aggressive. And I heard the fans. It, it is what it is. But. There's more to it than just, I'm always curious as a play caller when the announcers say, hey, you want to eat up as much time as possible and then score. Well, then I want to know those three plays. Dave, did right. he make the right decision? Yeah, I don't, look, first of all, we won. So, <laughs> you know, so yes, the answer is yes, he did make the right decision. Um, but, <laughs> but, but just going back in time and putting ourselves back in that situation. Uh, I mean, I think the only thing, Look, he said their game plan from the start was to be hyper-aggressive. Um, and so, you know, run, 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 That's that's doesn't fit into their game plan. Uh, and I respect him for, I respect him for, and all the coaches for having a game plan and sticking to it, even at the very end, um, even when going off the game plan, maybe, you know, maybe this, I'm not saying it is, but maybe the smarter move, but... Uh, I mean, I think the only thing is, didn't they, they, did they, they passed on first down, right? Did they pass on first down? They did. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think the only thing is I would have run on first down and just gotten them to a, you, maybe use up one of those timeouts, but then go for it on the rest of those plays, go for it, try to score. Uh, but you know what you, what wasn't included in that soundbite, because I heard the entire post game press conference today and what wasn't included in the soundbite that Thomas cut up was you know, I think he said like 25% of the time or whatever, like, you know, Tom Brady is going to take that down and, and get you into field goal range. Like that is not difficult for Tom Brady to do with, you know, anything, anything more than 45 seconds or 30 seconds. Uh, so I am, hey, look, this is Sean Payton again, like we said on the post game press conference, you want the guy that's going to kick ambush in the Super Bowl, then you're going to get the guy that's going to, you know, throw, uh, on 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 you know late in the game, up uh, just by two points. So well, let's, I have let's no, talk I have about this for a second. I have zero let's talk. Let's talk about like let's play out the scenario. So let's say you run it into the line of scrimmage and you get a yard, and they call a timeout. So the situation was there was about one forty left, and Tampa had two timeouts. So you can run it into the line, maybe get a yard. Then on second down, maybe you run it to like wherever you want, you know, whatever hash you want for the kicker. Let's say you get two more yards. So now you got third and goal from the six, right? And they burn their two timeouts, and you really run really no clock. At that point, you'll run 40 seconds. So you'll basically get it down to a minute. 
is what you're looking at. And so you you would go up by two points. And remember, that missed extra point loomed large uh, because, well, I guess the Bucks technically missed an extra point too because they went for two and they got stuffed. But it was a two-point game at that point. Mm-hmm. And field goal wins it for Tampa. So, like, that situation where Tom Brady, like, that, that was the best-case scenario if you ran it into the line three times was the Saints are up two and Tom Brady has the ball left with one minute and no timeouts. And a field goal wins it for him. So, like, am I comfortable in that scenario? Hell no. So, but, I can, I, and, and I remember thinking, like, I want a field goal at the gun. I remember thinking, like, as the Saints were driving, that's what I was hoping for. But when the situation became that, which was first, I knew they couldn't run the clock completely out because it was first and first goal from the nine. There was about a minute and 40 seconds left, and I was watching the game with my dad. By the way, my wife is the MVP of the world because it was my, my, da- it my, was my daughter's It was my daughter's birthday, and my wife took her to uh, trick-or-treating and, and let me off the hook so I could watch the Saints game, which you know, she's an MVP for that. Um, and then she said, you're the real MVP. You, Andre George. Somehow my daughter doesn't hate me. I, I compensated enough on the front end and back end that it was, it was okay. Uh, but I'm watching the game with my dad, and I'm like, yeah, the scenario's changed because now we're here at the nine-yard line, and I'm like, that game plan, the, the, the Carl Smith approach, is Tom Brady the ball back down two with a minute left and no timeout. So I'm like, I think you try to go score a touchdown. And, and that, that's what I told him in the moment, and I, I kind of completely agree with what Sean Payton did there. The, the, the joy that I got, Dave, from Twitter, because – the entirety of America, probably even like 80% of the stadium and 90% of Saints fans watching around the world were like, oh my God, Tom Brady is going to get this ball. He's going to march down and he's going to win this game. He's going to rip our hearts out and it's going to suck. And mm-hmm. the PJ Williams interception, like people jumped in to skip Bayless's mess mentions because he was like, now the goat's going to do his thing. It was well and from- skip skip bayless also had the you know tweeted something five days ago uh and then i saw demario davis uh circled back uh circled back to it which i really <laughs> enjoyed great. that was one of i my hope favorite. thomas got that and can put that up uh, there i hope he has that we should have sent that to him uh so, so that was good but um yeah, you know, you, you know what? You know, just thinking about it now and I I this wasn't something that came to mind in the moment yesterday during the game, but now that we're rehashing it, uh very similar I think to the Super Bowl. You had two, you know, the Saints taking a lead and you've got a quarterback, an elite surefire mm. Hall of Fame quarterback in Peyton Manning again here yesterday, surefire Hall of Fame quarterback Tom Brady. Uh, and in both situations, you're thinking, yeah, these guys, we've seen this movie before. Either of these guys can easily bring your team down, uh, down the field to score a touchdown and win this game. Uh, and both times we see a uh, pick six. So I hadn't even thought about it until right now, but. There it is. Similarities. Some similarities. Uh, is that true? Did he really? Did he? Did he really say that? No, he did not. Oh, yeah. He, Ma- yeah that 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 is Skip Bayless's tweet. Uh, that that was it. in response to the pick six. But earlier in the week, I, I think it was something I fucking, like. I fucking hate him so bad. Like fucking he, he was like, Demario Davis is talking a big game. Let's see what he's saying after facing the great Tom Brady. It was something yeah, like that. Right. Right. So, right. I. I mean, he's worse than Darren Ravel for sure. <laughs> wow coming from you wow oh God, i know I hate, darren I Ravel is your mortal enemy oh yeah my God, he's a 
bloated, full of hot air. But trip. you know, uh, we haven't gotten it. We, 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 I say I moved it back the, the, this topic intentionally because I think it needs a lot of time. But also too, I the the Tampa win, Andrew, was so much fun and so glorious. I didn't even want to think about the Jameis injury and what they're going to do at quarterback. I just wanted yeah. to revel in that victory yesterday yeah. as much as humanly possible. What's but better, listen, by the way? Which which wins better, this one or last year when we throttled them and it was like literally statistically the greatest performance by uh, a team ever against another NFL team? So which one's better? Ooh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, would it. wins or total domination win. I'm I'm voting <laughs> this one because the the, the, the other one is sullied by how the the story ends, yeah. right? The, the arc right. of that season. Yeah, I know the ending, so it's well, like I got bad news for you on the ending of this season. But <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to enjoy White. it now, and maybe Did we'll make the playoffs. And maybe there'll be more shenanigans, but uh, you know, we're not going that deep. Oh, that is a horrible looking. <laughs> not with Trevor. Hey, why are we showing this? Oh, <laughs> stop terrible. it. Oh, to, to talk about the injury too. And I saw I, I saw Peyton talk about it today. And I think a lot of people might have saw. But Peyton kind of feels that that injury. Turn that off, not, Thomas. It's a sadness loop for Christ's sake. This injury wouldn't have. First of all, F. Devin White. I mean, horse collar. Uh, yes. you know, I mean, when, when an injury is caused by an illegal play, uh, to me personally, that's even more frustrating. Uh, and there's but, this hold kind on, of I want to ask a question about that. Is that a horse collar? That I don't know. Pull, kinda... He pulls his jersey yeah. here, like it's yeah, not it's... really. He's yeah, not really pulling his shoulder pad, right? Right. He's not getting yeah. under his neck. It's questionable. I don't know. It's, it's questionable. questionable. But but uh, I but mean, the injury though. But I mean, basically, what Peyton said, and I think I agree with it, is this is a turf injury. He, he, he basically basically. Uh, alluding to the fact that if this game is played on regular grass, that the ground and the dirt and the sod or whatever are going to give way in, in, in that sim similar situation and not force his knee to turn. Whereas when you're playing on this fake turf, uh, you know, nothing's going to give give way and nothing's going to give. And that puts all the all the weight, all the pressure on your knee and causes an injury like this. So could um, be. Uh, that's that's what Peyton. I kind of I kind of wondered the same thing, uh, but but uh, Sean Payton said I think late today. I think he he feels that way. Has he anybody checked that, on James one of injury. one? Has anybody? I've checked in today. Yes, I went. I I specifically went to his Twitter profile. He did also you, tagged. Did you slide into his DMs? No, but he also tagged me in something. He tagged me in a post because he thinks I'm like a real. Well, I mean, I am. Uh, Look, I'm a Jameis fan now. I'll say that. I don't know if I'm like a total fanatic uh, apologizer, but um, but I, I and again, he was playing great. We said it on the post game podcast yesterday. I mean, before up to his injury, he was playing great. Great, and, and it felt like he was going to burn like, that second yes, to the ground. This game felt like he really like week was. one Green Bay. Yeah. Like it felt like it was going to be one of those games. And again, we, Exhibit A would be Trevor Simeon coming in <laughs> and being able right. to have success against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I would like to think that a more talented quarterback who worked with the team all week long uh, with the ones would have even more success. Um, but, we have a number of guys in the chat that are clarifying. Uh, Nikolai, uh, Medics. Dr. Fink, uh, yeah, Medics, Dreamo, uh, HW, uh, nameplate counts as horse collar. So, yes, he did grab the jersey 
okay. where the nameplate was. So All I right, guess well then F Devin by that rule, it would it would qualify. F Devin F Devin thank you, thank you for clarifying, guys. We need to go to but, Hell Tigers. Yeah, look, it's uh, look losing Jameis is it's horrific. Um, you know, I really felt like doubly robbed first of all just with this game because i really felt like he was going to light tampa up uh, right. and just the way trevor simeon played i just felt like this was ripe for Jameis at home just torch this team and and the way he was scrambling and making plays with his legs i kind of felt like it was only a matter of time before tampa was going to start playing him differently because they were getting beat so bad with his runs because he was already at four carries for 40 yards. That's right. And and I just think that would have drawn the secondary maybe in. Maybe it would have left a rover or something to kind of account for that. And I, I just think he would have torched them to a crisp. So I feel robbed that we didn't get Jameis beating Tampa and just like how special that would have been for him. I feel robbed for, about that. I feel robbed that we didn't get like his first great performance in the Dome. We didn't get that. And now I feel robbed that like, Maybe he, maybe just maybe he was starting to get it. Like he's starting to cook, and we were starting to see the best version of Jameis Winston at quarterback for the Saints. He's already, he's I mean, already I done wanted, a great job. He's already done. A I great wanted job, to but, have the should they give Jameis a hundred fifty million dollar contract yeah, today? Yeah, I and now to, like now it just sucks because he, he. I mean, maybe he played well enough to get himself a nice contract in the off season, but like it's going to be mired by. A, a horrific knee injury recovery. He's not getting, dude. He, yeah, he he'll he'll he's not getting anything. He's well, getting he's getting. That's, that's that's why I feel bad because I I feel bad. Yeah, because, it sucks, man. Uh, and he was our best chance. Like I don't know that the Saints were winning a Super Bowl this year with or without Jameis. So, um, I don't know that I feel robbed of a Lombardi because of this. But well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's my theory with Jameis. Jameis, his peak gives you a chance at a Super Bowl. Like maybe it's a 1% yeah. chance, but Jameis was a Powerball ticket and there is a scenario where he goes full Joe Flacco, Eli and is just amazing and we're like, "Oh my god, yeah. they're in the Super Bowl. How did this happen?" Where yeah. he has that ceiling and ability because we've seen it. Simeon and Taysom, they ain't got that. So we don't yeah. have a Powerball ticket, but that's a great segue, Andrew, because it leads us into our next discussion, which is what the heck is the plan going forward for Peyton? Now that you got Trevor Simeon, maybe Dave's right, you got Taysom, you're going to pick one of them. What's the plan going forward offensively? What's going to stay the same? What's going to be different? I think you have to go with Taysom Hill. I, I look at it this way. When you ask yourself the question, would you rather have the ball? And, and, and I, I'm fully cognizant. I, I think the way this goes, number one is maybe Simeon protects the ball a little bit better. You know, maybe he's a better game manager. And look, if Taysom starts fumbling the ball all over the yard again, like last year, then I think his, him starting might have a short shelf life. But the way I look at it is, yes, you would lose all the other elements that Taysom Hill brings. You wouldn't lose all of them because he'd still uh, be able to do the Wildcat stuff, the, the RPO stuff, but you would lose him as a tight end. You would lose him as a punt protector. So you, you would lose a number of elements that he brings to the Saints. But I just look at how bad this offense has been all season long. <laughs> and when I think about what could they possibly infuse to help 
this offense get a play here, get a play there. And to me, knowing that he is an explosive runner, I asked myself, would I rather have the ball in Taysom Hill's hands on every play and, or would I rather have the ball in Trevor Simeon's hands on every play? And so, and the answer to me that is Taysom. So I would pick him, but, but here's the caveat, Ralph. Um, when he was playing quarterback last year and a little playing quarterback this year in training camp and preseason, he was trying to become a quarterback. He, he was trying mm-hmm. to make reads. He was trying to That's develop right. into something. And I want that. Th- this is my caveat. I want that thrown out. I want that thrown out the window. I want him to become a one read and go quarterback. The and throw's not there. Run. <laughs> run and don't throw's fumble. not there. Run. Don't fumble. Like that's that's it. Like I, I don't need you to make progressions. I don't need you to read the field and survey the defense and, and do all that stuff. Nope. You don't see that your first your primary read's not there. Take off and run. That's the quarterback I want him to become because I think that gives the Saints the best chance of winning. Dave, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Is Kevin White going to score a touchdown before Michael Thomas catches a pass? Oh, oh. Yes. Oh. Yes, I think yes. You guys think that uh, Michael Thomas is less... Uh, do you think he has less pressure to come back as quickly as possible now that Jameis is out for the year? No, I think it's more. Because I think the Saints will be like, dude, when you came, when you were there, Taysom was almost an average NFL quarterback. We need you, man. Like, he made Taysom look pretty good, right? <laughs> so I think. Yeah, but I, I, guess, I guess that was poorly phrased, but I, I guess my concern is that, like, out of loyalty to Jameis, he would maybe compromise being 100%. But now he's like, I'm not doing this no, for ta- I don't Trevor. Think- I'm not doing this for he Trevor. He didn't work Simeon. out with Jameis. I don't know that he has any. Well, so actually, it's interesting that you guys even mentioned this because I actually had in my notes here, uh, I saw somebody tweeted this. I can't remember who it was. It was a, a legit media guy. Um, but Jameis and Michael Thomas, um, and this was this was the words he used, uh, like two ships passing in the night. Jameis and Michael Thomas, the only time they've ever played together was the second half of the 49ers game. Other than that, oh, that's right. one of them or both of them have been injured. Or Oh, yes. Yeah. So, right. I mean, they have never, other than the second half of the 49ers game, uh, Jameis has never started and had Michael Thomas uh, as a receiver. So what I, could have been. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, that's right. Um, you know, going back to next week and who's going to start, uh, we don't yeah. even know that Taysom has recovered from his concussion. That's right. No, but I, you he's have got to, a, I still think he's Batman for all we know. You don't, you don't know. <laughs> well, that was, it was Halloween. So, um, but uh, you, well, you have to assume you have to think that now this is week. This is like three weeks from the game where he got injured, right? From, from the, yeah. yeah. Uh, So, I mean, you'd have to think that he's going to be available and, you know, obviously good news about this is, you know, I can't believe I'm going to say this. The good news is that it's a head injury. Uh, So it's, it's not like a, a a, a ligament or a, a muscle or anything like that, where it's going to impede his 
actual well, physical I, I think performance Dr. On Thomas the play. makes a great point about Michael Thomas. He he's he's saying like make, maybe Michael Thomas is spooked about his ankle and is finding is is finding regaining his trust difficult. Look, he said Dr. Thomas it was reported that he doesn't want to play until he is a hundred percent pain free. So I mean we'll see. And who knows Listen, who knows when that's gonna be, you know? Twenty twenty one for another team. I mean, I've Ralph, I haven't been pain free in like twenty five years. You know? <laughs> so I wasn't pain free. That may free never happen. Womb. You're talking to the wrong guy. I haven't been pain free since I was in the womb, man. <laughs> I crippled that. Damn. Damn. You know? Oh, seriously. I wo- I woke up to I woke up today in my elbow too. <laughs> Now, since Kevin's not here, I, get I, I have to tell you guys. I have to tell you guys. I was at the dentist just getting like a routine cleaning, you know, by by annual, and um, I he had just done that show, and Kevin was pouring his heart out, and we were playing that violin music. And as I'm getting the pre, pre, not procedure, <laughs> but just as my teeth are getting cleaned, I hear the violin sound in my head, and it, it was everything I could do not like lose my shit while she was cleaning my teeth and like you know she's got these instruments in my mouth and i'm like if i like lose it and start laughing she's gonna stab me in the gums and i'm gonna have some horrific like mouth injury (laughs) so uh anyway that that's been in my head ever since we did it and i want to thank you for that thomas sim bull is the sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge there are two ways to make money on sim bull First, every time a team you own wins, you earn a cash win payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. Go to Symbol.com, use the promo code SD today. Ralph Malbro here from Saints Happy Hour. You need to join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app. We are talking Saints or anything New Orleans sports related. On Spotify Green Room, you can interact with us by asking questions or just laugh at me mispronouncing names. Download the Spotify Green Room on your iPhone or Android device, then follow Saints Happy Hour so you can join us every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. to talk Saints or anything else NOLA sports related. So do it. Download Download the Spotify Green Room app and join us every Wednesday night at 9 o'clock. We'll see you there. This weekend was really good for me. The Astros won to force a game six. The Saints won. But it was a bad gambling weekend uh, for me. But I want to tell you guys. Did you get We'll get to that in a second. But <laughs> yeah, I, I want to talk to everybody. About a new sponsor. No, I meant, that's I meant really... Cincinnati uh, versus Tulane. I meant Cincinnati. Oh no, I meant the Bengals. Cru- cuss- <laughs> no, he crushed. he picked the Bengals in his survivor pool, and the Jets burned him. <laughs> it burned me. Just the Jets just set me on fire. Mike White. But I want to talk to everybody about our new sponsor. That's been great. Symbol is a sports stock market that allows you to profit off your sports knowledge. Uh, there are two ways to make money on Symbol. First, every time a team you own wins, you earn cash payout. Second, just like the stock market, if you think a team is going to increase in value, you can buy low and sell high for a profit. Use the promo code SD to make your first deposit risk-free. That means even if you lose money or just decide the market isn't for you, Symbol will refund 
refund your initial deposit, no questions asked. And look, they're doing a fun thing with us. They gave us $500 and any money we make over the initial $500, they're going to match our charity donation. Uh, guys, the Pelican stock has crashed and burned. That was a mistake by me. But here's the thing. Saints stock fell 2.5%. So should we sell the Pelican stock? Andrew, the Saints, they got Atlanta. They got Tennessee with no Derrick Henry. And they got the Eagles coming up. Should we invest in the Saints? Are the Saints dipping because no, Jameis is injured? Are the Saints a buy low sell high kind of team should we invest uh, in the saints the ralph malbro fantasy stink absolutely extends to gambling <laughs> and i'm not comfortable <laughs> we should buy you, you ralph you have a special gift of ruining sports franchises that you care about with your decision making it's, that's it's, right I, I i know that it sounds superstitious and you guys are probably saying that's ridiculous there's no there's no relation between Ralph's decisions and how a team performs on the field, but I'm telling you, man, it's weird. It Just happens. I've seen out. it. Yeah. I've seen him have fantasy guys. It's like the Madden curse. They're on Ralph's fantasy team and, and they get injured. They perform terribly. And the minute he trades them away the following week, it's like six catches for 150 and yards and two touchdowns. I've Andrew, seen it happen I, too many times to deny Andrew, it. Andrew, your theory is 100% correct, and I have direct evidence to prove it. Sunday morning, before we went to our family event at the church for Halloween and that sort of thing, I have the Saints defense in one of the Saints happy hour leagues. You know what I did? I picked up Atlanta's defense, and I benched the Saints defense you go. on my fantasy team to purposely help them to play better. And what did they do? They were on my bench. They had a pick six. And they had a pick six. Yep. So and, I think uh, it's true. So, so, so Dave, moral of the story here, Ralph, is I don't want you to put one red set. Red, you stay away from the teams that I root for. So liquidate. Li you're saying liquidate Saint stock, liquidate Pelican stock, and keep get everything right on the you right path. Pick teams you don't care about. Pick teams you don't care about. But, guys – We'll do that. So support Symbol because they're a great sponsor and it's fun. It's gambling. You can win some money. Uh, use the code SD so they know that you learned about it uh, from us. Uh, Dave. It's like, the George, it's like the George Costanza theory. If, if, Ralph, if every instinct <laughs> Ralph has is incorrect, then the opposite must, right, be, must be true. Yes, must be true. Yeah. yeah. Now that being so, said, Ralph, like selling Pelicans and Saints, like if we're if we're talking about how to play the stock correctly, this is absolutely the wrong time to be selling either of them. <laughs> you don't sell low. No, I don't know for the low. Saints. No, for the, the Saints, the Saints are high. This this might be. Well, I don't know. We've got the we've got a few easy games coming up, so may, maybe there are yeah. no easy games. Don't say that. Don't well, say all right, that. All right, there are so, no easy games. All right, okay. Now we're screwed, Dave. So we're screwed. Yeah, because so, of you. <laughs> nah, now so you're going to it on me, not Ralph. So here's the thing with the hotline. I love the hotline because when I edit it, people call in early, before the game. They call in during the game. They call in after the win. And this hotline – uh, Thomas, he's working on, he's going to do the unedited version on YouTube because the hotline, 
We might have set a record. I think the unedited, I think the unedited version is like eleven minutes, and that was just too damn long for the show. Yeah, go to YouTube after the show is gonna be up. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, and we had we had all kinds of we had people calling. We had mothers and fathers calling during trick or treating while they're watching on the really. Audience. It's <laughs> tremendous. But Thomas, play the hotline, the best of the hotline this week. It's it's a journey, but it's tremendous. It's time for this week's hottest takes from the Saints Happy Hour Hotline. <laughs> play me on the show. Uh, don't play me on the show. I don't give a f- Good morning, Saints Victory! <laughs> it's Adam, the radio voice from Maryland, giving you a call on this glorious Monday! Victory morning over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers! Dave, you are awesome because I love you. Ralph, you are awesome because I love you. Andy, you are awesome because I love you. And Kevin, my heart goes out to you for your heartbreak. But the Saints beat the Buccaneers. What a game. Trevor Simeon, he's the man. Jameis Winston, get healed up quickly. That defense, oh, amazing. Kicking butts, taking names. Who that? Who that say they going to beat them Saints? I love you, boys. It's a beautiful thing. Talk to you soon. My boys. Holy fucking shit. Saints fucking won that game, even with Sean Payton's harsh shit fourth quarter play calling. My fucking goodness. We fucking beat Tom Brady with Trevor fucking Simeon. Holy shit. All right. Who that? Go, boys. Play me on the Don't play on the I don't give a this no, game, my God. I, I stopped what I was doing in the middle of trick-or-treating. I finished the game, went trick-or-treating. But this game, by far, in large, has to give Sean Payton coach of the year. At the same time, you know, Sean Payton is going to be ballsy. He's going to go for it, you know, rather than run the ball, try to run the clock out. He relied on his defense. This defense is the shit. Uh, yeah, I'm a little soft. But uh, I'm going to go finish trick-or-treating with my kids. And Drunk trick-or-treating. What a f***ing game. Trevor Simeon in for Jameis. Hey, give the kid the game ball. He might have not have made all the damn throws. He might have missed a little bit. But give the kid a game freaking ball to come in and do what he did for the Saints. P.J. Tracy Porter Williams. Let's go. Tom Brady, we f***ing own you, all right? I know you beat us like You even put it like shit in that game, you piece of garbage. You piece of utter garbage. We f***ing own you. Who that, baby? So there you go. Yeah. The, I, I just realized the P.J. and C.J. Williams stands for uh, Tracy Porter. <sighs> It's tremendous. It's, the hotline is just, just I love my my new favorite hotline guy is definitely the radio voice. Like yeah. he, every week. And he loves he, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, he, yes. He, he loves me because he loves me, I think, was his reasoning. So he must have been drinking. Um, but, uh, you know, he's called in like three weeks. And the first week he was his normal self. And we noted that he's got a radio voice. And now we're like three weeks deep. And he's like really leaned into it. And he's going full 
Good Morning Vietnam. The only thing he needed to, he needed to drop in a request like a song name for Kevin. Right. This one did. goes. This one's going out to Kevin. For right. all the, this for next all... one goes out to Jameis Winston, and I hope it makes him feel better. <laughs> uh, well, this is good. We're giving him some constructive criticism. I can't wait to see what he yeah, uh, brings next yes, week. He he's great next. because he he swings. When the Saints lose, he's totally out on them. They're going five and. 12 or whatever. So we love radio guy. It's amazing. I, the hotline is Dave's baby. As yes, he, yes, we have, we'll have some new listeners this week. That, that is, if you're new to the show, the hotline so is, is it, is baby. it Mark Ingram or Latavius Murray? Ba- who, who's the mother? <laughs> oh, I mean the hotline, I think above all else. I mean, the hotline is definitely I, the hotline is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I just, I, the hotline is my favorite. I, I edit it and give it to Thomas. It's, it's my favorite part of Mondays. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, <laughs> so before we get to questions and predictions, uh, Thomas... We got the trivia courtesy of Budridge, correct? How do you know it's a courtesy of Budridge? I don't. I just figure he. it's always... I hope he... it's another softball like last week that I can actually answer. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> this time I think it's hard, but it's related to you. Oh, so let's Budridge, <laughs> let, let Budridge read it. <laughs> Here's an interesting question. Who is the first Saints quarterback to complete... A Hail Mary pass. Oh, my God. And I mean, I, I know feel... Who completed, who oh, it's Mike Buck, right? No, because it wasn't. that wasn't a touchdown. I feel like you guys were talking it, about The question this. is a Hail Mary pass. He completed it. But it wasn't it... for a touchdown, but he completed it. But was it a Hail I don't feel like it was a Hail Mary because I don't feel like it was. The Hail Mary has to be at the end of a half or a game. That was just a trick mm. play the Saints ran against Atlanta. Like I don't. Uh, okay. I mean, first, I'm. You know, first of all, uh, it says who was the first Saints quarterback to complete him. It doesn't say that he had to do it while he was on the Saints. Oh no, <laughs> Budridge. That's I mean, the way, that's the way dirty pool, Budridge. I don't. I, I don't think that's what Budridge means. But I'm just saying this yeah. could be interpreted oh, no. as. Uh, well, Ralph, my understanding was that Breeze to. Terrence Copper and um, oh, that's my time. Breeze to Terrence Copper and Jameis to Callaway are the only two in franchise history. Am, oh, am I not? Is that not I correct? I don't know. That silhouette oh, does, could that be a lefty silhouette? No, no, no. no that's no. a right-handed quarterback. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. he's righty. He's a righty. I'm gonna go with maybe I murdered it. Yeah, whatever. I, I'm, I'm going to go with my gut and say Mike Buck, and it just didn't go for a touchdown. I'm going to go with Andrew's other thing, uh, Terrence Copper. Drew Brees, the yeah. Copper. Yeah, yeah. What the hell? I'm going to go. I 
something just popped in my head. I'm going to go Dave Wilson. I think Dave Wilson hit a Hail Mary in a Bengals game in 1987. I'm going to go Dave Wilson. Actually, you know what? I know I'm wrong right now because Drew Brees would never wear a helmet with like that face <laughs> mouth with yeah, that yeah. face thing. So forget it. And that's def- that's an old ass helmet. Yeah. I'm going Dave Wilson. So I'm, I know I'm wrong already. Go. So what's is the final Kenny- answer, guys? That's the final answer. I'm going Buck. He's going Ralph's going Wilson and Dave's going I'm going Jameis Winston. Jameis. <laughs> okay, let's find out. That Dave Dave Wilson. I got it! Oh, you, you cheated. You cheated. Yeah, you looked at the cheated. chat. You looked he at the chat, Ralph. You I cheated, saw it Ralph. with my no, eyes. I didn't, I didn't look at the chat. But you I, did. I had the year wrong, Thomas. It was I said eighty. I got the replay. I got the replay. By the oh, way, he's got, got the, the replay. Oh my god. We 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 have got the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Let's go to the video. This tape. is crazy. How did you get this? I I didn't really though. What? Oh, oh no, god. I mean the video. Was this to end the game or is this at halftime? I have no idea. Oh. Bondage gave it to me. Oh, he, he didn't even. He didn't even. Ca- yeah, he didn't even catch it in the end zone. Wow, it who counts. was that? Who, is who that Hobie that? Brenner? Oh know. my! Does God. that count? I feel like it's is that Hobie the Brenner. Zone? That's Hobie Brenner. I don't know. Does that count? Does it have to be was in it? the end zone? No. Is this a walk-off game winner or was this at no, no because, halftime? Well, I mean, okay. Bird Butteridge. It might need to be in the end zone because if it's not a pass in the end zone oh, and you, no, and you no. count, no, because listen to me, because if no, you count, the, the bluegrass miracle is a hail Mary and he ran like 20 yards with that ball. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. This like, is a hail Mary. Like what if it's they throw a screen the to game. Alvin Kamara the Saints, and he runs 80 yards? Is that a hail Mary? The saints lost the game. So, okay. Okay. No, no, no. Regardless of that, the, the hail Mary implies that you chuck it down the field and you've got like eight dudes under the ball. This qualifies. This, this is weird because it's a 35-yard pass, it looks like. So it's weird, and it's in the third quarter. So I don't know if it qualifies. It's in the third quarter? I mean, that's what it – that's in, in I don't this know. Box, no, it's, it's a second quarter play. It's a, sec, it's, it's a second quarter play. It's 54 right. yards. The other thing I'll it. have to say about this is you guys say that the Saints never complete Hail Marys, but you had like three or four different options of people you were going to choose from. That's right. So it, does, so it doesn't seem <laughs> like it's that rare. I, I mean, you were like, oh, it could be Dave it's Wilson. Three times in, could... It's three times in 50 years. Uh, I can only think gotta... of three that have happened. It just came to me. I was just uh, thinking. You know, at first there was Dave Wilson. At first there was Poopgate. Now there's he even he even <laughs> said that uh, as he was looking at the chat. He, right. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to get the close up video. I can't wait to replay the video of uh, Ralph cheating with his eyes. Ralph, you want to come oh, yeah, up make clean? Make sure you mouth? clip that. Whoever's doing this, make sure you cheating. Whoever's clipping. Yeah, I'm, already, I'm already old news. The the uh, 24 hour news cycle for Saints Happy Hour. Boy, it it'll get you, man. It'll really get you. That's right. <laughs> we got we got we got poop gate one day you're a pariah gate. the next day love, you're a golden guy we got love disaster with kevin we we are a hard-hitting saints podcast oh man kevin. well you're always gonna be a golden god dave with your peeing sitting down that's yeah. right that's right so Poor thomas kevin. hit the music we got to get to question poor kevo dun, 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 dun. 
These Halloween fingers. What next? Hit it with Thomas. Give us number one. Okay, so first question. As always, we had so many questions. I had so many to choose from. Thanks, guys, for all the uh, questions. First question comes from uh, Nikolai. (laughs) And it was an early one. Did Dennis Allen just give away the trick to defensive magic voodoo juju with rubbing Sean Payton's (laughs) nips? After Williams' interception, <laughs> yeah, this this might have needed to be. I we didn't have video I, of this. I didn't notice this we until do. I yeah. saw it on Twitter at about four yeah, o'clock yeah. when I was Play in the park with my have, son. If I, I would have known let's, this let's this, see this morning, I'm glad we. It would have been the lead topic. I'm glad we mentioned this because I noticed this and I thought it would be weird to talk about it. But now let's talk about it. We're all talking about it. I mean. Do we show have the video? Thumbs. Yeah, show it to us, Tom. I be yeah, yeah. I I, I, loved, I, I, I I personally loved it just because I, I saw it live. I saw them show the replay live. I personally just loved it because you know just how excited Dennis Allen was and like he's so proud, you know. Uh, and Do you think he, he cut his fingers and rubbed sure it on Sean Payton's nipples? <laughs> you know, I don't know, but you know what? I'm actually you know wearing... the nipples can cut glass. So I'm wearing a task. Oh yeah. <laughs> It was kind. That's of, kind of like a noogie, but to the nipples. Yeah. It's, it's kind of I like mean, it was kind of like a nipple noogie. What's nipple going noogie. on there? What is going on there? I don't know. It's great. It was I a nipple noogie. It gave him a nipple noogie. It should have. Honestly, this podcast failed. That should have been the lead of this show. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I. I. But I love it though. I, I love to see the camaraderie and. Uh, you know, it's about time we've got a defensive coordinator. I mean, it almost looks like he's giving him the defibrillator. Yeah. <laughs> it, the Saints haven't had that much fun of a defensive coordinator celebrating with the head coach wow. since Ditka pulled out his roll of $100 bills and started handing them to Zavin Uralian uh, in a Raider game. And when the Saints beat the Raider and intercepted Jeff George like four <laughs> times. Uh, but that, is, is that more fun, Andrew? whipping out your money clip and paying your defensive coordinator on the sideline. Is that more fun or is Nipplegate more fun? I think Nipplegate for sure. (laughs) Because now I know that it's not just a joke on this podcast, that it's actually in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Sean Payton gets teased for it. It's great. All right, Thomas. What next? Okay. Next question comes from uh, Saints to Death. As always, he gave us, uh, many to choose from and saints to death uh, asks now that it's been confirmed that winston is out for the season what are the hosts favorite james one of one moment <laughs> of the year i don't know too many to count it's too many to count. i'll give you one i'll give you one this is one that nobody would know about what mine was when james one of one dm'd me uh, after whatever podcast we Uh-oh. did, were you pooping I, during the DM? I mean, it might have been. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but whatever, one of the podcasts where I went out of the way to defend Jameis and talk kindly, and actually, Thomas, I think you clipped it and you made like a you know a separate Twitter thing for it or Facebook thing or whatever. And and Jameis one of one DM'd me, and he you know just wanted to make sure I, I, I you're knew one of us. 
he that, yeah, he I, that I knew that he approved. <laughs> he doesn't yeah. just the thing is with Jameis one on one, he doesn't just DM you like a couple of cent like he DMs you like novels of like yes. War and Peace. Yes. Which is which is the yes. disconcerting. Well he D- he DM he, no, you guys get those DMs because you're talking shit about Jameis and he's trying to give you all the reasons why you're wrong. But me, he only DMs me when I'm speaking nicely about Jameis. <laughs> and so his DMs to me are just like, Great job, bro. Great job. He bro. likes he likes to talk to me about COVID stuff. So like he oh, will DM me a lot of like COVID stats, vaccination stuff. Like, he likes that's to get delightful. into that. Oh, yeah. well, that's weird. It's, delightful. it's a little weird. COVID one hundred one. No, I I think I've like retweeted some stuff maybe, and so uh, I don't know. He he has an interesting take on some stuff. Yeah, so he's got a. He's got me, I'm I'm kind of sounding like an asshole, but no, I, I actually kind of like the guy. But, he um, needs to come on the show again. <laughs> yeah. When the Saints, I mean, I wish James it was under eight. different circumstances, man. Yeah, you know, feel bad. I don't know. him to be the backup. To I don't know. I feel I like know. I feel like we, we, we need to done. play the music when he's on the show. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that needs to be the whole show, just that um, in the background. But yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like we've done Jameis justice today with the show. You know, I I, I just want to say quickly that he he really had an incredible season given. What, what he was up against. He only played one and a half, basically played six quarters in the Superdome. He never got to really see what he could do at home. And um, he, we never got to see him with Michael Thomas. And uh, yeah, he didn't put up the yards. He didn't necessarily put up the stats. Uh, but And yet he had 14 touchdowns, three interceptions, and he was, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give him this win. So he was five and two as a starter. Um, yeah, he gets man. the win. And, just and like, he just did, like a starting pitcher gets the win. Yeah. He did everything possible to make this work. Like he was he helped the Saints win. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And look, it takes a lot of humility to make someone change someone. And, and yeah. his instincts are to be a gunslinger and fling it all over the field. And Sean Payton, you know, in, a, in an era where you see Mahomes win MVPs Mm -hmm. and everyone foaming out the mouth about Josh Allen because of the throws and plays he's making. And it's all about 400 yards passing and five touchdowns and Joe Burrow's stats at LSU, which is why we're going to draft him number one. Like that's in everyone's face. And Sean Payton somehow made the gunslinger of them all, right? Most YOLO of all quarterbacks. He convinced him. He was like, you know what? Forget all that. You're gonna throw for a buck fifty, and we're gonna win these games. Watch yeah. us win these games with you throwing for 150 yards. That's right. And he and Jameis bought into it. He has three picks this year. Yeah. Three. Yeah. He. I mean, I think the thing is. Wait, I wanna I wanna add on to this as well, and I, and I know, uh, you know, this wasn't in the rundown. Doing a Jameis Winston love fest uh, in the middle of our our question segment wasn't in the rundown, but I, I think it's deserved, and I think it's uh, I think we should continue on with it. Uh, and what I'd like to say is, you know, first of all, uh, you know, Teddy Bridgewater left New Orleans with the respect of every Saints fan for what he did, and. I don't know what's going to happen with Jameis. I don't know where his career with the Saints goes. I'm honestly, I'm honestly concerned about his career in general. Um, I don't know. 
I, I, with the Saints, it's great. Betty, I, it, I hope so. And oh, I, really, I don't know about with the Saints. Oh, okay. Well, I, I worry. About, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess, yeah, there's, there will be some team out there that will take a chance on him. I don't know whether they're going to be able to uh, get as much out of him as Sean Payton, I think, has gotten out of him. Yeah. I think Sean Payton was the right guy for Jameis. I thought the whole situation was perfect for Jameis, and it was good for Payton. It was only going to get better. Yeah. yeah. And, I, you know, but, but again, like I was saying, uh, Teddy Bridgewater left New Orleans with the utmost respect. We all loved Teddy. We all respected Teddy f- f- in, the, in the short amount of time he was here. And if Jameis is gone and he's not here with New Orleans anymore after this season, I there's no reason why Jameis doesn't deserve that exact same respect. He did the exact same thing for this team and for the city that Teddy did. Um, so to me, they're... It's the same situation, and there's no reason why either of them should be treated differently uh, or looked upon differently. And second of all, um, I, you know, Sean Payton mentioned that when he saw Jameis in the locker room after the game that he cried. Um, We've (laughs) we've seen sort of the – we've seen – them kind of maybe bickering on the sideline during a game after after a play that Jameis makes, and we know Peyton wasn't crazy about the throw he made as he was falling to the ground, and you know, and he said it was all up to God. Um, so, I mean, we've seen the love and the hate or whatever, but I mean, I think they genuinely had a good relationship, and uh, I think um, I think that this was good for both of them, and. And again, going back to the post-game show, I mean, just even putting Trevor Simeon in position last night to or yesterday to win that game, again, I think it shows uh, what a good job Peyton. Had. Well, the one thing I the one thing I'll say about the the Sean Peyton offense and the way he does it is he makes it so Andrew quarterbacks really feel invested in it because he goes through the the thing they do on Saturday night, which Every team does not do where they sit around and they're like, hey, Jameis, these are the plays that we're going to run. Which ones do you like? Which ones do you not? And they dot them. And that gives the quarterback a feeling that it isn't just him running Sean Payton's offense, that he's invested in the decision making. And I think Jameis knew how special this chance was. And I just can't imagine what he's feeling to know that this was a place where if he made it work and the Saints could win, he could be the quarterback here for five, ten years with a coach like Sean Payton. And these chances, they, they don't come all around a lot. And it's it's kind of gone for him now. And I, I that's, know that's what's upsetting to me is because I don't know whether he's going to get another chance like this. He was already I, I mean, the Saints signed him for nothing two years ago or last year, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, because I think he already had a perception around the league uh, that he was done. And now he's coming, he's, he'll be coming off of an, M, an ACL, maybe an MCL, whatever injury, uh, and another year older, which he's still not that old, you know. But I, that's, that's my, I, I genuinely worry that like, this is the, that was the last time you yep. might ever see Jameis Winston start a game for an NFL team. And, uh, and that's sad. Oh, I, don't, I, I don't agree. What? I don't, I don't buy that. But Andrew, he's I not going to get no as idea. good a, ch- he'll go somewhere like Washington. They're, but or, they won't know what he, to do with him. He's he just might be back, with the, he might be back as a starter with the wasted. Saints next year. 
Mm, uh, might uh, be back as a Saints starter. Now. I mean, okay, well, and that would be his best opportunity because it's like Ralph said, he'll wind up going to some shitty team who's desperate for a quarterback, and the reason they're desperate for a quarterback is because they don't know what to do with a quarterback and know they don't know how to handle a quarterback. I will say this financially, it may be that Jameis has a stronger chance to come back as a starter for the Saints next year because of this injury than if he had continued down this path of a hundred plus quarterback rating. And let's say the Saints had gone twelve and five and gone to the playoffs, he might have priced himself out of coming back to New Orleans. Yeah. No, I mean, he was he was possible. he was probably on schedule for like thirty touchdowns and like seven picks. Like that's a hundred fifty million dollar quarterback somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I think he was on he was on pace. Would you say that he was on pace? Not necessarily for his best season statistically, because he's had seasons where he's thrown for tons of yardage and tons of touchdowns. Obviously, that comes with a lot of interceptions usually. But would you say he was on pace statistically for his most efficient season? A hundred percent. Not not even close. Not yeah. even close. And listen, it's wins are not a quarterback stat, but to everyone they it is the media fans because they attach a, a win-loss record to a quarterback in a way they don't do it to Michael Thomas. They don't do it to Eric McCoy, you know? So, yeah, just it is, it is what it is. With, with what Davis. next? It's sad. But <laughs> that was a long question. It was a long yeah. question to <laughs> Thomas. What next? Oh, we are on the question segment? Damn, I, I already forgot. Okay, next question comes from Saints Rabbit. The fellow podcaster. Was Kevin White more surprised than us uh, that he caught a pass? And on a yes. scale of 1 to 11, how excited was he? He was, he was so excited. Well, he was this close to a taunting penalty. That's how excited oh, he was. That's not good. Yeah. Act like you've been there before, Kevin. I know you haven't. <laughs> All right. What next? Okay, next question uh, from Saints to Death again. <laughs> and he asks, Rank V's in order of your favorite. Teddy going 5-0. and oh. And uh, Cahoon sends, uh, <laughs> thanks for 50 bucks and interrupting oh. me. He says, great show. Okay, thanks, so again, Saints to, Saints to Death asks, Rank these in order of your favorite. Teddy going 5-0, Taysom going 3-1, or Jameis going 4-2, or 3-2. I mean, I'll yeah. say this so, right now. Taysom going 3-1 is last. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I answered this in the chat, and uh, to me, it's the last. Taysom as well. I, yeah. He will always have the sweep over Atlanta. So he, yeah. that, that's that's the saving grace for Taysom. Yeah, but it was COVID But year. otherwise... All of Taysom, like it was painful. A three and one performance with Taysom, like it was painful. Painful watching him play quarterback. And um, Teddy, T Teddy was magical. The five Teddy and with Teddy, I would list first. Teddy had some games where he game managed, but he also was amazing against the Bears. Like he was dropping. Yeah, dimes but it, it was also just fun. Yeah, I, I think Teddy was the most fun. Um, I would put the Jameis experience number two. Jameis, I would agree with that. What next? Okay, last question uh, comes from uh, Jason Champagne. We haven't seen him on the question segment in a while. And Jason Champagne asks, pretty long question. 
If Watson settles all 22 civil suits against him, do you think Gale gives him the green light to execute Cap shenanigans and trade the 32nd pick for the next three years? I like the confidence there. And maybe a 64th and 96th to bring him to New Orleans. No. I mean... Here's the thing with That's Deshaun Watson wants, that in is a, in, a, in addition to the uh, uh, the Catholic Church lawsuits, she also wants to deal with um, quarterback uh, sexual harassment Here, lawsuits. Here's the biggest problem with Deshaun Watson. If you read if you read the stuff, and I'm in Houston, so I know a little bit about it, maybe more so than Saints fans. That you know, his the biggest thing with him, besides the issue of what he's done, is he legitimately does not think he did anything wrong. <laughs> so that to me is like the biggest, like he won't even be like, he should have like settled this and been like, I'm sorry, you know, like give like the, the non-apology apology or whatever. And like made it, tried to make it go away. But he is like dug in and is like, I didn't do anything wrong. What are you talking about? And, <laughs> and so that to me is the most problematic of all of it. Uh, he's going to be a dolphin. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I thought it was weird because uh, Mike Florio was on Pardon My Take last week, and he said uh, 95% chance Deshaun Watson was going to be traded within the week. And, it and, uh, it, and we, yeah, nothing's happened. So. I mean, Miami wants, like, Miami wants assurances that they cannot – no one can give them or no one will give them. No. You know, because if you're going to give up, what, like three number ones and two number twos, like you want – assurances of like uh, if he's going to be suspended or whatever that they can't get so they're gun shy we got a last couple time. donations there my, my computer died so i have no idea how my audio we last got time. cajun sands is gifting tiers left and right tier one subs 20 tier one subs cajun sands holy shit i mean it's 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 amazing and seriously thank you cajun sands and, and everybody we do this live stream in a way if you follow i'm not going to name names because i'll leave somebody out and they'll get mad but if you follow other live streams that saints live streams they're all great we we're we're a big happy family they do what they do and we do what we do but nobody is doing what we're doing that thomas is able to do with audio video sound bites chats live sound effects it's amazing and we're able to do it because you guys support us. Um, but thanks for the question. Uh, it's prediction time, gentlemen. Uh, Thomas, put the big board of predictions up. Where do we stand uh, uh, seven weeks in with predictions? Okay, uh, okay let's see <laughs> if we'll be able to see through these donation messages. I'm not going to turn them off. <laughs> I love the Andrew gif for the donations. Please. Yeah, that's right. By the way, Look. just a reminder to everybody, the the, the Andrew gif was from the draft uh, when, when they Saints drafted Peyton Turner. Turner. And, uh, you know, I still think it's apropos. <laughs> I still think the reaction just, is... Uh, popping up and popping up. Peyton Turner and Marcus there. Davenport are the same person because you never see them in the same place wow. at the same time. You know, this is and this is saying something, but I would take right now. I would take Marcus Davenport over Peyton Turner. And, I would. Uh, 
and that's not saying much. So, okay, so Andrew, Andrew got a point. is in the lead. He's tying me now. A- right. He's tied with Dave. I got three. And by the way, that picture of me is hideous. Thomas, you get <laughs> did he make the ears bigger? You get Ralph, Ralph Cecilia. <laughs> did he make the ears bigger? Or were I they always the I did not. I did not. Okay. Those are not real. <laughs> are you are... just going to make the ears like 3% bigger every week? It and looks by the like, end of the year, I'll look like Dumbo. You remember when Bat Boy was a thing, like in the nineties? Oh, remember, yeah. like on the Sun, he was like on the cover of the Sun. They had Bat Boy. <laughs> Bat Boy. I don't um, know. Kevin really hasn't gotten one point. He hasn't no. even picked the winner correctly. I'd like to point out that I was the only one last week that picked the Saints to win. You were. You did. Yes, you did. Well, who do you? Who Good do you got? You. you can start us off as a, as normal. Andy. Yeah, my computer died by the Thank- way, so I'm doing this on my phone. Hopefully, my audio is okay. That's the fine. Saints, your audio is terrible. Why is the that Saints, quality so Andrew? terrible? It does not sound like that on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> the Saints are a five-point favorite, Andrew. Who you got? Well, I got Atlanta to cover, uh, but I have the Saints winning an ugly uh, – this is how it's going to be, guys, all season. For the rest of the year, it's going right, to be right. ugly, awful game. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. But I have the Saints winning this one 20-17. to <laughs> Taysom Hill does it again. 3-0 and against Atlanta. Uh, and my player of the game, I'm going with the unvaccinated corner, Paulson Adebo. Oh, He's going to intercept Matt Ryan, and his legend is going to grow even further. Wow. Dave, Saints going to cover that, that. That five points seems like a lot. <laughs> um, I, my prediction was, and I hope, I hope Thomas put it gets this on the big screen. What's the buzzing sound, Dave? I don't know. It, it could be because I had to plug my computer into the wall because my laptop That's was the one. That's it. Uh, why but, Why uh, does that sound so terrible? Okay, Dave? so my prediction was... Why is I that quality hate... so terrible? It does not sound like that on my phone. I fucking hate making predictions on a fucking Monday. I don't even know who the fucking quarterback is going to be next week for crying out loud. <laughs> Uh, did you get that? Did you put that up on the big screen, uh, Thomas? That was my prediction. No? Okay. All right. Never mind. I did. Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Thomas, I love you. Yes, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so you can see right there, actually, my prediction is uh, Saints 27, Falcons 13. Start of the game, Taysom. I'm going with Taysom. Look, remember last year, COVID year, yes, but we remember we played the Falcons two out of three weeks uh, Taysom was the killer. He, one game he had two passing touchdowns. One game he had two rushing touchdowns. He'll do whatever you need him to do. Whatever the game plan is against the Falcons, he will do it. Uh, he had a 107 QB rating in one of those games and a 108 QB rating in one of the other games against the Falcons. Uh, so I think Taysom's your starting quarterback. He owns the Falcons. Uh, fuck you, Skip Bayless. <laughs> All right, I'm going to be the first turd in the. I'm going to need Ralph's ears to be a little bigger next week, Thomas. I I have Atlanta Ralph, winning. You mean Ralph Siciliano? <laughs> Ralph Siciliano. <laughs> My ears aren't that big yet. No, actually, actually, your ears are bigger than him, like like top to bottom, but they don't stick out as much. <laughs> they don't stick out. They don't. They don't have the flap right. Uh, I have Atlanta winning this game. I just have this sinking feeling that Trevor Simeon is going to play and start, and we're going to be like, oh, my God. 
this is Trevor Simeon. This is why he hasn't played in four years. This is he's awful. Sunday against the Bucks was just some sort of miracle mirage, uh, and he's terrible. I don't remember the score I gave you, Thomas, but I had the Saints losing, <laughs> and I had my turd of the game wow. as Trevor Simeon. Oof, twenty-four Ugh. to twenty-one to sixteen. Yeah, I should have. You know what? I should have locked in my my thing. Can I lock my thing in? And Too my late. turn to the game is Trevor. Too late. No, no, no. You have to do it before the game. Uh, well, it's before the game. <laughs> so, I mean, before so what did you give Kevin me the pick? pick? No. Play the what sad. What do you think he picked? Play the sad. Who music. do you think he picked? The sad music? Kevin. Are you sure? Kevin. Kev, no, no. Kevin. Let, let's guess what Kevin picked. I'm going to say Kevin picked the Falcons. Nah, he picked the Saints. Nah, I think he picked the Falcons. Uh. <laughs> 35 to 32, and his turn of the game is uh, the kicker, Brian Johnson. I think I think Kevin picked the Saints to win, and his star of the game is Mark Ingram. <laughs> What's, what we got, Thomas? Okay, so let me read the message I got from Kevin. He said, <laughs> I know I've been picking against the Saints, but I will not pick the Falcons. And uh, <laughs> predicted 24 to 13 yeah. Saints. And the star of the game is going to be. He doesn't even know who Brian Johnson is. I don't even know why. Yeah, no way. <laughs> no, no way. way. No, no way. No way. Oh, yeah, he knows Kamara. Yeah, that's a Zero. nice, Alvin Kamara. That's a nice Kamara. safe pick, Kevin. <laughs> safe pick, so we, that's we should next time Kevin comes on, we should have a game of name how many we should all bet on over under, and <laughs> we should see how many Saints players he can actually name, like off the cuff without looking. Like how many start we could do it? How many starters he could name? I no, think he the can name backup guys like too. Just like off the top of his head, how many guys currently on the roster can you name? Fifteen and a half, mm. maybe. Uh, I would say I would take the maybe. Under, I think I, I don't think, think, I, might take I, don't think I don't think Kevin could name a single member of the Saints 2020 draft class. If, if he if he names Montrevious Adams, he gets like 15 points. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Who the hell is that? <laughs> Number 52. Who the hell is a line? Is he a linebacker? I don't know anymore because you can wear whatever the freak number you want. Defensive tackle. Hmm. Ah, Thanks to everybody. L. Rut- Layrier, two, subscribe for a month. Thanks, guys. Remember, it's the beginning of the month. You can subscribe Amazon Prime. It's beautiful. Uh, do it if you have Amazon Prime. I've had to go to the bathroom this whole podcast. I'm holding it in now because of you people. <laughs> All right. So let's, get, so let's get out of here. Thomas, give us the clip of the week. Uh, Jason Champagne also subbed, and he said, if you aren't subbed, do it. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Okay, so clip of the week. What do you think it's gonna be like? Uh, it's gonna they be. They had so many to shoot. <laughs> I, I, I feel like. Let's you week... your best. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! I feel like every week from now on, it's gonna be a clip of the week <laughs> of the previous clip of the week, which is Dave going to the bathroom, and it's, it's, we're gonna be like in January, and it's gonna be like we're gonna be like. 20 clip of the week's deep. And Just keep recycling. Week, yeah, every clip of the week is going to be the previous week's clip of the week, which was the clip of the week, which was the clip of the week, which was the clip of the week of Dave pooping. 
I'm here, I'm here for it. Clipception. Or peeing. I don't know what I was doing. I don't know. Actually, I'm going to disappoint you guys. Nobody uh, clipped uh, Dave shit. What? Uh, well, I mean, it, like, is, it is getting... I am so disappointed in you guys. I hope, I, hope the clip is, I hope the clip is when whoever it was made fun of me and said I... Oh, when, when, but no, when, when Andrew's friend called me the nerdy God, I hate to hear yeah, that. Oh, that was good, yeah. to hear that. What do you guys think? What what could be the alternative to clip of the week if it's it wasn't you, Dave Thomas, shooting? Did you, did you hear Dave just talk about when my friend Samir called him the nerd instead yeah, of Ralph? That's, that's what I think. That's what I think the clip is. Nope. <laughs> also, no. Uh, there right, was we'll one significant it. significant moment during that show, and I I am sure you're gonna. I don't remember. Remember that. <laughs> so many. Man, y'all. Oh yes, right, right, uh, right, right. That that. How could we forget? Uh, what? Oh, no! <laughs> no! What? Oh, no. Yes. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Dave. You, you see, this motherfucker knew. He knew. Nice. A setup. I, 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 I knew. I didn't know. I, I was it enough. was a setup. He well, had the give a, give Thomas setup. a raise. He he turned on a dime there. That was like that was like a one cut by Darren Darren Sproles right there by Thomas. Yeah, I don't know how we could <laughs> by Badrich and name Kevin and his. Oh no, <laughs> you were so quick with that violin music. I know that was incredible. Like right Wait, on. Did, I, did any of you guys know that? Wait, did you know that? No, Thomas? I did not I, know that. I did not. Wait, Thomas, did you know? Well, well I'm with her now, you know, so I knew. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't know. Oh, you didn't know. Just wow. kidding. We love you, Kevin, by the way. Yeah, we do. We love him. Thomas is just but, that but, good. But the He's doctor does good. not love him, apparently. Mm, oh, yeah. Good. Um, too soon? No. No. Not too soon. No. That no, was it's Kevin. It's never too soon. Guys. Thanks for joining us. Please support the show. Uh, I Please. will be in New Orleans this week. I am going to the Falcons game. Oh, My flight. Oh, hold, on, hold on, Ralph. 10 20. Uh, I just want to play point a game out. Of will Ralph make it to kickoff? It'll be fun. I, I just want to point out that Kevin, when we were trying to do the post game show on Sunday, right after the Saints won, he was like, I can join if we go real quick. Otherwise, I have a date. So. He's. I just just uh, to report a little happiness, to infuse a little positivity yeah. in Kevin's personal life. It looks like he's he's already on the rebound. A, yeah, but back in the game. But there's the no. Game. But there's no way she's a doctor. I can you only don't assume know that. There's no way she's an attractive coffee meets baby. But maybe she's hot. There's you know? no way she's an attractive doctor without baggage at age forty. <laughs> Dave, you're so and single. Mean. So mean. If you are a pretty doctor and a lady, and you are on Tinder and every other dating app, and you don't have baggage, and you're at least thirty, swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. Yeah. So, it's been a great show today. I I love these shows when the Saints win in ridiculous fashion and we go off the rails, and it's great. It makes it warms my heart. Support the show, everybody. So. Kevin, who's MIA, but back in the romance game. For Dave, for Andrew, 
for Thomas running the show back in Poland, the best executive producer in the business. He does amazing work. You don't even see. He keeps this show together. We had technical problems at the beginning. Thomas solved them all. Dave's going to the bathroom. Well, you had. Dave's going to the bathroom. Dave's going to the bathroom. Is he going to take a dump to put the exclamation point on this? Look, look, there it is. That's the bathroom door. That's it. Do a Tom Brady. Uh, So, everybody, remember, kids, don't shoot your dick off. Until next week, the bar is closed.